Welcome, everybody, to the latest edition of We Talk Photo, the podcast about landscape, nature, and all sorts of other photographically related news and entertainment. I'm John Peterson, one of your hosts, and with me, as always, is Mr. Jack Graham. How are you doing, Jack? I'm doing wonderful, as always. Outstanding. Well, as you know, always. As we were talking about, I'm just recovering from the crud because, you know, living with kids, you get uh, you get sick. So, hmm. yeah, just coming back from that and have my yeah. voice back, which is good. Well, it's a good thing. Yeah. That's yeah, good. yeah, yeah. So this is a, a wonderful December podcast. We're getting ready for the holidays and uh, getting ready for next year. And, uh, yeah, even though it's uh, it's for some people it's kind of a downtime, it's not really much of a downtime for us. Not at all. And uh, what we want to talk about today, we have a, some news. It's going to be a little different than uh, most of the podcasts in that we don't plan on interviewing anybody today. It's just going to be John and I, and we're going to talk about some uh, stuff in the news that we want to we want to hit on, uh, and we want to talk a little bit about winter photography, and then some of the things we have coming up here uh, in the next few weeks, in the next few months, in the next year or two, and uh, so it should be a pretty uh, interesting few minutes with you all, and again, thank you all for being here with us. You betcha. In the, in the news, this is like uh, this is like six o'clock news. It's like <laughs> Dan like, Rather. It's like meet the press here. Um, you heard about Nikon, John? Huh? Oh yeah, yeah. That's pretty. So they're closing uh, all their all all but two service facilities, and you know because of their financial situation that has been rumored, everybody's thinking that's the that's the meat of why they're closing these things down, and it may be. I'm not. I'm not sure, but you know, they've always been. Uh, one of the other things that Nikon's always been sensitive to is uh, gray goods being repaired, um, kind of clandestinely in some of these uh, facilities. But bottom line is, I feel sorry for the people who were running them because they're going to lose some income. But that's what Nikon wants to do. That's what Nikon wants to do. They're doing yeah. some strange things these days. Kind of a lot of weird corporate decisions going on, for sure. Yeah. Well, you know, they're trying to find their way, I think, and trying to find a way to survive. And hope they do. Industry needs Nikon. and you know They um, do. Competition's good. Nikon is, is still a great brand, and they just need to get find their niche in this new world and get back on track well you know they the 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 z cameras haven't been exactly flying off the shelves no Uh, but they're 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 apparently coming out with a new updated pro version of one of their mirrorless cameras sometime soon and we'll see if that might reinvigorate them a little bit well i think it's going to be a d6 which is not a mirrorless camera. It's going to be a DSLR, and it's going to have IBIS in it and um, a whole bunch of things that some of the mirrorless cameras have. I think it'll be quite expensive. I think it'll be far, fairly big and heavy, and I bet it'll be Nikon's last DSLR. But, you know, those Z-mount cameras have not actually been, like I say, flying off the shelves and... 
uh, you know, they're, I think some of their new lenses have actually uh, been, their zooms have been uh, reviewed fairly well. Uh, I heard their primes, which I, I'm just telling you what I hear. I, it could be a lot of baloney for all I know, but, you know, some people say their primes are not that great, but their zooms are okay. But one of the good things that, you know, I think they did with those cameras is that they used that new, uh, the new, you know, DXQC uh, memory card system. Yes. Which is going to be found, I think, in pretty much everybody's stuff coming up here in the next year. Or the yeah. next generation of mirrorless will probably go to those. I haven't talked to uh, Mark over at Prograde uh, about that, and uh, maybe we need to touch base with him and might even want to get him back on. Yeah, and- I think so. So for those that don't know, this uh, this new um, this new card is a little bit more reliable. It's faster. And and I think it's going to be the industry standard coming out here in the next couple of years. It's much faster. Yeah. Yep. Much faster. So other other big piece of news that broke in the last week was uh, one of our most loved and hated locations, Antelope Canyon. Navajo Nation has decided to stop their photography tours going through there, which means that they're no longer running tours. That you can take your tripods or monopods in. You can still bring cameras, but you can't and, bring tripods or monopods. Just, this is just for upper Antelope Canyon, yes. not lower. So you'll still be able to get into lower, which I have to. I'm going to like better anyhow. But I do too. Um, upper is a. Uh, it's a. Uh, it's a. It's just a nightmare. Um, uh, but you know, I, I, on, on that note, we'll talk about that a little bit. But I, I spent a night, a day, and a night, and a morning up in Olympic National Park this week. And you know, I mean, it was raining and it was, you know, kind of damp. But that's what you want there. And the light was great. The fog was great. And there was one vehicle parked in the parking lot back in the Horeg Forest. So. For those of you who want to go to the, the, you know, the Antelope Canyons and some of these other places that I'm not sure we could ever shoot again um, the way we did it, uh, go in the off-season. Um, in fact, I've been down there in the winter, and you get colors you don't get in the spring. I know we all want to be there in the spring for the light beams and all that stuff that you don't get in the winter, but you get purples in there, and you get mm-hmm. browns in there. And the light's so different, but it's gorgeous. So, you know, if you can get down there in the winter, um, you know, it's it's worth uh, worth uh, worth your while. Uh, you'll have less crowds, I can tell you that. Yeah, I think I think really exploring some of these iconic locations in the off season is a great little great little piece of advice because, you know, there still may be people, but not as much as the as the crush of uh, tourism that happens during the prime months. And I think the last time I was in Antelope was probably four or five years ago, and it was it was a nightmare. I I vowed I'd never go back and. Because they just trying to cram too many people into too small a space, and it just it wasn't worth the while. Um, a couple of years ago, I ran my last uh, workshop dead in there, and I pulled into town, and I hadn't been there in a year. And in one year, it was uh, it was like day and night. So you know, I, you know, it's just the way it is. And um, 
it, it just it's it, it may be temporary too. Who knows? Because the 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 nation, the Navajo Nation, is going to lose a fair amount of money. Those uh, photo uh, tours were about two hundred dollars a person. Yep. So. You know, if they put, uh, you know, 16, 20 people in there a day, that's a fair amount of money. And uh, I, I think they're going to realize that and maybe th- rethink it. I don't know. But yeah, we'll see. We'll see is right, you know, and it's just the way things are going. Um, let's see. I spent a day up at Kenmore Camera up in Kenmore, Washington, which is north of Seattle. Uh, they had their Christmas event. Um Last week, and I know Glaciers in downtown Seattle's having their event this week. And um, well, I have to tell you, I'm really actually thinking about getting an X, checking out an X Pro Three. Um, it's a neat little camera, and it's kind of a rangefinder-ish camera. And you know, for for things that are moving and things on the street, you know, you can see what's coming into the frame before it gets there, and it's uh, it's kind of a cool little camera, so I got to play with that. And I think that um, a lot of the dealers now, John, are uh, pretty much clear of inventory on the XH1, which is kind of a shame because you know you could buy that body for a few months now at a, at like a thousand dollars. Yeah, it was a great value when when you could get it. I still shoot that camera probably half the time at least. It's it, it, the stabilization is is amazing. And speaking of stabilization, um, there's already been one firmware upgrade for the new uh, 1680, and man, it is it, it's an amazing lens. And now you can buy that lens on the uh, XT3 uh, in the same box and save a few hundred oh, wow. dollars. Nice. Yeah. And they, I think that that they are in inventory in the uh, in the stores. Um, uh, I you don't know this. Um, if you, I don't even know if you're going to be around. But uh, on the 21st, I may try to get down to Portland because uh, Pro Photo Supply is having their big Christmas event with all the vendors being in there, and a few folks from Fuji will be there. So if I can arrange that. Um, that may be an option. Oh, uh, wonderful. I know you're traveling a little bit, but... Yep. Um, well, going back to XH1, yeah. I mean, you know, Fuji's reportedly coming out with the two, right? Well, it, they have not said anything about it. <laughs> of course, you read Fuji rumors and a lot of these other guys, you know, they've already, uh, you know, pretty much saying it's coming. And uh, I, I mean, I honestly... Um, haven't heard a thing from them, and uh, I, I, I would guess at some point it, it makes sense. But they're going to have to remarket that camera better than they mark, marketed the XH1 to to let the consumer know exactly what it does. And, yep, and why it's different than the XT line, and why it's different exactly, and who it's for, and, yep. and all of that. And I think they will. You know, I, I think they have uh, some new marketing folks there now that are very astute and uh, really really have their act together um, and you'll see some interesting things coming out of out of uh, uh, corporate um, in terms of advertising techniques uh, that we talked about it in New York it's going to be a little different uh, I think than the run of the mill stuff that you'll see from the other um, competitors nice yeah 
Um, speaking of competitors, so Apple bought another company yesterday. Yeah, and, I missed that one. Yeah, it's all over the it's all over the internet. Um, it's an English company that they uh, they really have um, some technology that's pretty interesting terms of infrared and uh, making normal images out of the phone even better than they are now and it's uh it's just the way of the world with uh with the iphone so that's it is it's an amazing it's an amazing camera i mean you know it's funny my wife over thanksgiving wanted to shoot her uh wanted to take our kind of christmas card photos and she told me to go get my camera and get all set up and i looked at her and i said you got a new iphone let's just use that and yeah. saved a ton of hassle, and the images were beautiful coming out of there. Yeah. You know, Apple bought 25 companies in 2019. Wow. 25. Well, they got so much cash, they don't know what to do with it. Speaking of cash, how about Adobe? <laughs> oh, my God. $12 billion or something so, like that. Oh, so everybody's saying that, you know, all these other Folks, DxO and Capture One and whoever, they're going to take over Adobe. Below <laughs> uh-uh. $11.7 billion uh, in 2019. In revenue. Yeah, it's crazy amount. Yeah. Huge. Yeah. So they're not going away, no. believe me. No, 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 no. They're not going away. And um, <laughs> on another, another note today in my musical kind of reading uh speaking of artificial intelligence and we know what it's doing to photography but there's a couple of folks now who you know uh, uh beethoven actually started his 10th symphony um and uh got a little bit into it and ai is going to complete it theoretically i i don't don't ask me how mm. i don't know what but there's a a couple people in Europe now that have are that are using AI to complete Beethoven's 10th symphony. So I don't know. We'll don't know. see. It's good. Sometimes it's good to be 190 years old. It know? is. Yeah. 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 Well, Hey, um, the other, I just wanted to share to our listeners. I had the pleasure of reading a great article from our, both of our mutual friends, Guy Tal wrote a great article on Ooh. Guy, you know, Guy, Guy Tao. Guy Tao. Yeah, he wrote an article on Nature Photographers Network. And what, is, he, what, is, what does he know about photography? Not a lot. Not a lot. No, he is he is such an incredible <laughs> I'm being funny. thinker. Of course. Of no. course you are. But I it's this it's He's... this great article about introversion and extroversion when it comes to photography. And and Guy is a is a self admitted introvert, I think. And uh it's just a it's a wonderful insight in how extroverts and introverts um, approach photography and and what their end goals are and and it was just as usual everything that guy produces is so wonderfully well thought out and well written uh, I'll put a link up on the show notes if anybody wants to read it but if you go to nature photography network search for guy um, you should be able to read the article um, uh-huh. one of the one of the quotes that came out that that struck me was to an extrovert. A good photograph is the goal. To an introvert, a good photograph is the byproduct of a good photographic experience. I thought that was kind of a that's that's kind of an interesting uh, position to take. I wonder uh, that that doesn't fit me at all, though. 
Because I'm pretty much an extrovert. You are an extrovert, and you like the experience. But the experience to me is more more important than the. I mean, you know, I I I was at Olympic probably for seven or eight hours walking around, and I I think I took five frames, if I remember right. Nice. And I didn't care. I just want to be up there, you know. But so I'm the extrovert. But you know. well, you're you're a mix. I think you're a mix of introvert and I, but you're but you tend towards the extroverted side for sure. Where I'm, I tend a little bit more towards the introverted side. Yeah, see, I don't I don't agree with that either. Yeah. But, but what do I know? <laughs> what do we know? Yeah. What do I know? So, dude, um, anything else in the news that you want to talk about? No. All no. right. Other than. Uh, Baseball players get paid too much money. And, no, no, no. And uh, Pat Metheny's got a new album coming in February. Another nut. I think we should talk about winter photography. I think we should, too. I think yeah. we should. I think, yes. Yeah, so I just got back from uh, from leading the workshop out in the Tetons, winter workshop. And, you know, I, I had the pleasure of being out there in uh, both the fall and the winter. And... That experience, again, just reminds me how much I love being there in the winter. There's nobody out there. Everything's quiet. The landscape is beautiful in the wintertime. As much as I love fall color, wintertime, there's such a different vibe going on in that park. And uh, I love winter photography. I really do. And to me, that's... That's almost my season where I really get energized is photographing during the winter more so than the summer or the spring. I agree, and they plow the roads, and it's great. Yeah, yeah. You know, and if you have the right gear and, the you know, you're outfitted well, um, winter photography can be an amazingly enjoyable experience. You know, I'm going to send you... Um I don't know if it's still up on my blog or not. It's an old article, but I have updated it with new gear. And I have an article that I send out to the folks going to Iceland and Norway and stuff uh, called Cold Weather Photography. I'll send that down to you, John. And I don't know if you, you want to, I don't know if it's a way to put that in the notes or whatever, but um, might be something worth reading. But. I agree. I mean, I, you know, I've been in, we've been in Jackson. I mean, I, we had one year, it was 40, 41 below in the morning or 31 below. Mm-hmm. And we've had years where it's been 50 degrees. Yeah. In the afternoon, you know. And, uh, and, and, and again, like we were saying before, you know, these places are empty. And, uh, and if you can deal with the, deal with the cold and, deal with that kind of thing you know you're all good have great experiences you are you know the environmental conditions that you get in winter are so different than what you might see in spring summer or fall you know the wisps of fog behind the bare trees the the stormy clouds that are just you know pregnant with moisture and snow just ready to drop over the mountains it's it's such a it's such a um, dramatic landscape in the winter time that I think it's worth everybody's effort to go out during the winter 
It is. And, and photograph, you know, and, and the cameras that we have today perform well in cold weather. Um, you know, it does suck battery life a little bit more, but I had both the X-T3 and the GFX out in, you know, 7 degree, 5 degree weather and didn't, I noticed just a slight decrease in battery longevity, but not much. Um, you know, you keep a battery in your pocket to keep it warm, um, to pop in if you need. But Turn your LCD off. Turn your LCD off. Exactly. There's lots of little things that you can do. And, you know, there's there's other little tips that you can do in, in wintertime to help protect your gear. But, you know, your gear's built for going out in this kind of weather. It's typically weather sealed quite well. Um, and if it really starts snowing, put on a rain cover and or a... A shower cap, as we oftentimes use. But, you know, winter's a magical time to be out. So, you know, I encourage everybody to get out and do it. No, it's, it's, it's an amazing thing. Um, a few things you need to think about, though. You know, you, you need to make sure your vehicles are prepared, as well as you and your camera, um, and carry the proper proper things with you, like a blanket and a lot of places don't have cell phone service, so you know you might want to think about how to deal with that in case there's issues, and there can be if you end up yep. in a snowbank. Yep, we carried uh -huh. a shovel, tow rope, you know, blankets, uh -huh. heat heat packs, all that kind of stuff. You know, and you just got to be careful. And and uh, again, you know, we could go through all the clothes that you need, but um, I think a lot of the photographers who listen to this or can figure that out yep. easy enough um, the one thing I would recommend though there's there's uh, if you need kind of ice cleats there's about three or four different grades and don't skimp on those um, and you know they make these yak tracks which are kind of okay for walking your dog but they're not going to be good enough to do what we want to do on the ice whether it's in the Rockies or in Tetons or if you're walking up uh, up and down a snowy hillside spend 50 to 100 dollars and get yourself a good pair of ice cleats it's uh, again you know it's going to pay off for you in the long run it will yeah buying quality for sure there's a there's that pair that uh, REI sells uh Katool can't remember i can't never pronounce the name but that seems yeah. to be one of the best cleats and it's you know 59 bucks and it's a it's a worthy investment that that has not broken and done me well over the past few years i hear you there and those are the ones i think i was alluding to i think they're about 40 or 50 dollars um yep. make sure you have good headgear uh it's a, it's you know we're all worried about getting these the right jackets and everything but your heat goes out from your head and uh, you need to keep your whether you look like me or you look like uh, Harrison Ford a lot of people John think I am Harrison Ford I was just going to say that I'm not yeah. Harrison Ford yeah, you're the doppelganger it is um, yeah. but keep keep your head uh, keep your head warm and covered and head sealed you know it's it's a it's a it's a good thing and again you know make sure your vehicle's prepared with the right antifreeze and gasoline and stuff you, you know you think about this stuff windshield wipers you know you know oh, yeah. i mean all these little things they're, they're all they're all the same and, um, and oh i was gonna say you know the one piece of gear though that that i poo-pooed for many many years and now i'm a, a diehard believer in is a neck gaiter 
you know, an insulated tube basically to, to insulate your neck. It insulates the gap between where your coat may end up and then any hats that you have. And it's lightweight, it's compa- compact, <coughs> excuse me, and it provides so much warmth to yep. you. I know, I think you use one all the time too, Jack. All the time. I learned that in uh, actually in Iceland and Norway, and they wear them all the time over there. And they're kind of weird looking, but yeah. um, I, I'd rather be uh, warm. Weird and, and warm. Weird and warm. Mm-hmm. You know? um, <clears throat> but, uh, you know, but please, everybody should get out. And it's a great time to be out, you know? And, and uh, I, I think it's really. Really, uh, you know, I mean, you will have no crowds. That's that's the that's the best the best uh, best part of it. And don't forget to uh, don't forget to uh, add light when you shoot your snow. Yep, exposure but compensation. If you don't, your snow is going to be gray, and snow is not gray. Snow is white, just like Snow White. And I'm the seventh dwarf. I'm not going to do the do the joke. <laughs> Leave it alone. Yeah, so. it's all good. Yeah, yeah. Looking forward. You know, we had the Tetons, and then uh, we got the Rockies, Iceland, Norway. You know, lots of lots of winter activity coming up, and uh, it's it's again super excited for this time of year. And I think everybody else should be too. It's kind of sometimes it's kind of hard with the holidays interrupting our photographical experiences but you know it's you got to make the effort get out yeah you know you'd be surprised um it, 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 you, it's only a couple of days and, and and you have time around and a lot of people get time off from work and they can do that kind of stuff uh the weather here in in in, in america has been uh pretty uh pretty warm actually it's just now getting snowy and and uh, especially up at Rainier and and uh, some of the mountains here below Snowpack, California is looking great though. So uh, I keep looking at the map and wishing I was down there in the Tahoe area or in, uh, mm-hmm. in East Sierra down 395 right now. It must be pretty amazing. Yeah, it's beautiful. So John. So Jack. What are you doing for? Uh, what's on your? You got any toys coming? New toys coming for your? Uh, you know, you're, not you're a lot rapid. of new toys. Uh, looking at uh, doing a review on a new L bracket. Um, thinking about a new lens for the GFX. Um, but yeah, not not a ton of new toys come in my direction. Just lots of little things, you know, chargers. Oh, I did get a new. Uh, I did get a new iPad Pro. Uh, my MacBook is getting a little long in the tooth, and uh, got a new MacBook or um, iPad Pro with a keyboard to th- try to do some mobile work with that. As my laptop starts to age out of existence, and I don't want to buy a new one quite yet, so we'll see how that goes. Being reliant on an iPad instead of a uh, laptop. You know, one of the things I, I think uh, we'd like to we'd like to also start talking about, especially when we are not doing interviews, is some of the uh, some of the things on the web that we see. And there's some other podcasts around that are very interesting to uh, 
to read. I, I, I listen to, I listen to Martin Bailey a lot and I listen to, uh, uh, the lens work, a podcast. Yeah. Uh, always listen to that one. And, you know, you mentioned it, uh, when you were talking about guys, uh, article, but nature photographers network is back. Uh, for those of you who don't know about nature photographers network, um, this is was really maybe one of the original kind of websites that uh, came about in kind of almost fifteen to twenty years ago now, and um, they're an amazing. It was an amazing group, and it was guys uh, like um, uh, uh, Mark Adamus and and Guy and uh, and Michael Gordon and. I mean, so many great photographers were active on there. And then for a lot of reasons, um, I won't go into it, it did go away. And it went away for quite a while. And and, uh, and now it's it's back. And it's Nature Photographers Network. Um, uh, it's a, just an amazing uh, group again that... Um, there's no promotion, there's no politics, there's no competitions, there's just no, 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 nothing that can be negative, but what is there? And uh, many of the same people are, are back now. And I apologize to them when they hear this for not being more active. I just been (laughs) kind of busy up until recently, which we'll get to in a minute. But, um, you know, they're, 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 they have a great discussion forum, and they do do some critiques and uh, even some local meetups. And, and, and really, I, I, it's just a, a, great, uh, a great place again. And I would, I would really encourage people to at least go look at the website and, uh, and, and, uh, and, and check it out and, and mm-hmm. take a look at it's free. It's, 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 yeah, it's free for. to look around. There is a paid um, a paid plan yes. if you want to be more actively involved in the website. Um, but it's a it's a great resource, and that's really what it is. Kind of to your what you were saying, Jack, is it's it's a network, and it's all these great people that come together. It's kind of the who's who of nature photographers in many ways, and uh, it's, well, it was, and it looks like it's it's, it's back. forming yeah. back up. Yeah, you bet. So it's a great. It's a great organization and great group to belong to if you have an interest in doing that. So, yeah, for sure, go check it out. And the work, I mean, the work that's on there is the stuff that I've seen is just really, really good. It's 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 kind of like uh, it's nothing like 500px. It's <laughs> nothing like that. And the work is maybe the antithesis of that almost. And yeah, just some great, great, great stuff on there. Um, please check it out uh, but one, one of the things John and we didn't really discuss this but it might be something that we want to talk about is you know some of the other um, photographers that you and I maybe we have similarities but maybe we have uh, different people that we like to look at their work and that might be something to think about in future uh, in future uh, uh, issues or episodes so yeah. if we talk photo, maybe <clears throat> talk about and if there's, you know, for those of you that are listening, if there's anybody that you think we should check out and give a shout out to, always, always interested to hear from you guys and any interesting photographers that you listen or watch. 
um, let us know. You know, we, we try to scan and get to know anybody and everybody that we can, but, uh, you know, the, the web is a big place. So, you know, give us a shout with anybody that you think is an up-and-coming or somebody that we should pay attention to. Absolutely, because there are a lot of those folks. Yeah, yep. there's a lot of good folks. So, Jack, let's talk about you. Oh, let's look. I love talking about me. Yeah, don't you love talking about let's, me? Let's talk about you, John. What, what do you think about me? <laughs> well, Jack, let me it's, tell you. That's Bill and I. Bill's and I uh, use that line all the time. Um, yeah. Well, you know, um, let's see. I might as well just get into it. Um, most of you know that for the last six to eight years, at least, we've passed that. I mean, I've been running workshops over 20 years. But the last six to eight years, um, I run almost 200 events. And uh, I'm going to take a little vacation for a few months. And uh, uh, what the plan is, is to do a little traveling and shooting like I did at Olympic on my own and do a little traveling with uh, with Linda and um, I'm going to get a physical and I feel great everybody says what's wrong you must be sick or something uh, you know other than being um, tired t- I'm not really <laughs> even tired anymore because I've been sitting around here for a week or two but um, I'm just going to take a few months and we have plans for the back half of this year, um, full bore uh, into into the fall and the <clears> winter <throat> for next year, and then going on into 2021 already. Man. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, I've got some ideas um, about some new locations and uh, maybe maybe. Similar locations at different time frames. Um, I really want to do, if I can, I really want to do maybe Olympic National Park in the fall. Because mm. there's a lot of color up there that people don't know about. And I think maybe um, I know some of the folks who uh, like to come along with us uh, have been asking about the Palouse and the harvest time. And, yep, harvest time. That's pretty and, up there. Uh, and then uh, I have another location that I'm going to keep a uh, secret here from everybody. I'll t- talk to you about it, Sean, but because uh, I ha- I'm not sure I can get rooms. It would be pretty crowded, but it's on the East Coast, and it's in New England, and it is in the fall, and it's not Acadia. So uh, oh, That could be interesting. Well, Jack, let me – I, I just want to say that, you know, you're – time off is well deserved you're one of the hardest working photographers i know in all the events and all the hustle that you do all year long and you've been doing it for so many years that it's time you took a little break for yourself so. yeah just, just just stuff i want to get done and get out of the way yeah i mean life's too short not yeah. to not to enjoy because you know as, as enjoyable as being a professional photographer is it's still work and everybody deserves a vacation from work. And well, yeah. God bless you for doing it. I think it's great. Yeah, you know, it's just sometimes you don't have a choice, and it'll be it'll be that. But it's all good. It's all good. It's but, all good. So you know, in terms of the podcast, Jack will be on you know occasionally as he sees fit, and uh, otherwise you might just get me. 
by myself. And you're with, in good hands. With John, special guests. I don't, uh, I don't, you know, I don't throw, uh, you know, I, I don't say things just the same. And you folks that are going to do workshops with John, you're all in good hands. And I have no doubt that, uh, you know, we come back uh, working here together. It's all going to be pretty much life as we knew it or life as we know it. So it's all good. Yeah, it's all good. So, yeah, so just again, so everything's gonna, okay with Jack. Everything's yeah, fine. He's just taking a vacation, folks. We'll post. We'll post this next week because of the uh, of the uh, news that we talked about. That way, it isn't you know two months old. And um, but we do have some other podcasts. I think we've got two or three in the can with some great people that we'll be putting up here in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, we've got more scheduled, more interviews with other movers and shakers around the industry. And time will be flying, believe me. Yep. Yep, yep, and Jack will be back on the air in no time. You can hear all of his funny stories again. We'll try not to be repetitive. <laughs> anyway, I think uh, John that probably puts a, as one of my old uh, New York calling uh, <clears throat> radio guys used to say, it puts a lid on things for today. I think it does, Jack. I think it does. Well, you know, to all you out there, hopefully you'll hear this before the holidays, and we, we would like to wish you a very happy holiday. Absolutely. Yeah, everybody, yeah. Everybody behave themselves. Behave. Spend time with your family. Be nice to your family. Don't do things I wouldn't do. Yeah. Yeah, don't make the news, please. Yeah. Yeah. Anyhow, <laughs> healthy New Year, all that good stuff, and... And uh, we'll talk to you soon. All right, folks. Take care. See ya. Bye. Bye.